0: The Ravens are the biggest winners in the AFC Northeast offseason. This is a team that consistently is going to be in position to contend because of how talented they are. The reality of it is, those guys can play. In the AFC should watch out for the Baltimore Ravens this season. Players in the NFL, certainly one of the best players at quarterback. They got a guy at Tailback and J.K. Dobbins, who I think could be an all pro. They got one of the best tight ends in football, a plethora of perimeter weapons, some health on the offensive line, a very good defensive line, one of the better young linebackers in the NFL, and a top five secondary. And no one talks about it. Oh, what it is. Welcome back to another episode of At the Bank, a Baltimore Ravens podcast. Yo. This episode is about to be dope, you feel me, because, y'all, I'm about to be sitting here giving y'all the 53-man roster for the Floppers this year, man, and it's a pretty good team, man. I'm going to be giving y'all the 53-man roster, I'm going to be telling y'all who made the practice squad, and I'm going to give y'all my prediction of what the total wins and losses that my Ravens can account for this year, you feel me, so... You know what I mean? Before we get this show started, man, I would like to go ahead and wish our fellow Raven, Jalen uh Davis, a happy birthday, my guy. Yo, happy birthday to you, man. I uh, hope you are uh, really celebrating your birthday. You actually made the uh, 53-man roster also, so hope you enjoy your birthday, man, because this is the last Sunday that you're going to have off because the season starts next Sunday, yo, and I cannot wait. Woo, it's going to be a good game, man. You feel me, man? And before I get there to see uh, this episode actually started, man, be on the lookout. If you're not following my Instagram page right now, at the bank underscore podcast, you need to go ahead and do it right now while the show is going on because following next Sunday, yo, next Sunday, this Sunday coming back up. I will be at the bank, yo, going through the and you feel me? So you, if you want to see me interact with some of the fans, you want to see me uh, uh as the fans talk about what they're expecting of this upcoming season, yo, please make sure y'all go follow my Instagram, you feel me? And, and tune into an Instagram exclusive, you feel me. So, as y'all already see, I got my Ravens hat. I got my Ravens shirt. Got the gear on, yo. I feel like I'm part of the team now. I feel like I'm part of the coaching staff, you feel me. <laughs> but, no, on a serious tip, man, yo, this season should be a good one, man. And the 53-man roster, I ain't even going to hold you. Some of the people I realized that they was going to make the team, but there was some people that still snuck in. Without actually, um, without even me really thinking about them actually making the team, it's a couple of people that I thought it was going to even make the team or probably make the practice squad and didn't even make the practice squad or the team, man. So I most definitely can't sit and wait and talk about this three-man roster. You feel me? Matter of fact, before we even uh, uh uh get this uh get this started, man, let me see. I got a comment already, man. Yes, sir, Pernell. Yes, sir, Sports PSP, yo, my guy, Pernell, yo. If y'all not following my guy, yo, real dope content. He got a real dope show called um, Sports PSP, and he also got the Commanders on Demand, yo. So football season is here. Yes, Pernell, yo, this is the last Sunday Without football, boy, I cannot wait, man. I mean, I even started watching college football the other day, and college football was very interesting, even though some of the teams wasn't even playing no top contenders or anything in that nature, and it's just week one, but football was still good, man. Shout out to Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes, as he winning his first um, debut game in, in the NCAA rankings, man, and... It was a good turnout. It was a good turnout. Uh, Colorado won 45-42. Coach Prime and his son, uh, Shador Sanders, man, set school records. Threw over 500 and something yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Very, very good day. Travis Hunter played both ways, man, and and Shorty got it done, man. He's looking like the new Prime 2.0. You know what I mean? So can't wait to see. Um, what he what the rest of the season has, um, out for Colorado, man. But so far, so good, <laughs> you feel me? I, I didn't seen it. Um, also, Caleb Williams from the UFC, man. UFC Trojans. Now, I ain't even gonna lie. Now, I, I, I ain't really had too much stake in the shorty, you know. What I mean, I, I let everybody else do all the hype, and they was like, Oh, yeah, like my man Pernell was saying, like, the commander should tank to go ahead and get him. I heard other people saying the Arizona should tank to go get him. Caleb Williams is, is really looking like a solid quarterback already. You know what I mean? So it was it, it just the first game. It was my first game seeing him play. So I'm almost definitely going to be tuning in and watching Shorty as he progressed and see, do he progress this year? So should be an interesting college season this year, man. So if y'all not paying attention to college, Go ahead, pay attention to college because this is going to lead us up to in the draft. You know what I mean? Figure out who who the flat Nation should go ahead and start looking at the – you mean looking into, you know, starting coming into the season, going into the next draft season, you feel me? So, college football is up, it's back, it's available. It's been so far impressive so far. So, tune in, tune, you know what I mean? But we're here to talk about the Ravens, man, and this 53-man roster, you feel me? So, Let's go ahead and get straight into it, man. We're gonna start off with the offense side of the ball, man. Of course, you know the offense side of the ball has new weapons. You feel me? And also, you know, we got our got our paid quarterback for five more years. You feel me? So let's go talk about that right now. Our quarterbacks right now is it's going to be Tyler Huntley and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson getting that start. You feel me? And and and, and I actually thought that Tyler Huntley. Was in trouble. You feel me? I thought Tyler Huntley was actually was going to be him and Josh Josh was fighting for that quarterback uh number two spot. And Tyler Huntley wound up winning it. Now, don't get me wrong, Josh Josh still made the 53-man roster for the simple fact that some of the players, like three players, if I'm not mistaken, like uh Keaton Mitchell, um, and it was somebody else. Give me a second, and I'm most definitely gonna give y'all that information. But it was a reason uh it was a reason why. Um, all right. So the Ravens is bringing back Brent uh, Urban, uh, Kayvon Seymour and Josh Johnson as the active roster. So Josh Johnson will be the third quarterback that make the roster for the simple fact that Keaton Mitchell is going to be out. Malik Ham is going to be out and Pepe Williams is going to be out for the first four games of the season. they're going to start the season off with on the IR. And, um, you know, like I said, we, we got to the quarterbacks and, and let's get to the running backs. Man, the running backs got J.K. Dobbins, Keith Mitchell, as I just uh announced, that he will be starting the season off in the IR. We got Gus Atwoods. We got uh Project Pat, a.k.a. Pat Ricard. And we got Justice Hill. Now, that running back call looks pretty solid to me. You know what I mean? Now, I'm so happy that we was able to get J.K. Diamonds back. J.K. Diamonds was able to put his contract situation to the side for right now. Hopefully he will ball out. I think he will ball out this shit. I think that he will be a thousand yard back. You feel me? So, you know, it, it just things are gonna have to progress. The way this offense is, is starting to show, man. It looks like it's gonna be a up tempo offense. It's gonna look like it's not gonna be so many, too many huddles. You feel me? So it, I'm I'm really interested in seeing how we transition to this new offensive scheme and see how this running. Is, is, is it still going to be a primary thing in our offense, which I'm hoping that it is because we, you don't stop what we already uh, love and what we do best. And that's run the ball. Shoot a clock up. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I'm most definitely interested in seeing this group right here, the wide receiver group. You know what I mean? Because this wide receiver group is going to be dope. We got OBJ, Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, Devin DuVernay, Nelson Algalo, and Tylen Wallace. Now, Tylen Wallace is a automatically wild card. Did not expect him to make the team. I ain't even going to lie. Now, I, I thought he was going to make the practice squad, but to actually make the 53-man roster, I actually thought that last wide receiver um position was going to go to James Poitier. And I, if y'all remember a couple episodes ago, man, I felt like James Porsche should have made some noise in his preseason, man. And I thought he was really going to make some noise because – um, previously preseason years, he was making some type of noise. He was showing some improvement, and you know he was able to get on the field at times last year. So I was like, "All right, James Foshea, this has got to be your year, man. You have to make this squad." You know what I mean? I felt like that you had the potential, and you was mature enough that you had probably just a little bit more uh, IQ and skill set over the younger wide receivers that's making this, uh that was that's trying out for the squad, but. Tyler Wallace has something different to say man Tyler Wallace as we are seeing and um how he balled out this preseason man he deserved to be on the uh squad he deserved that spot on the 53 man roster because you got to think the first two preseason Tyler Wallace scored the touchdown <laughs> you know what I mean so that lets me know that he, he he's not just a practice uh uh guy. He's a game-time guy. Now, I would love to see how this translates throughout the season. Hopefully that he keep this progressing and, and his potential will still rise for him because I believe that Talon Wallace will see some time this year. It's going to be some time that this wide receiver group might not be full in effect every uh, every week. You know what I mean? Because we already kind of got question marks around OBJ. Is he going to be able to play a whole season? How many snaps he's going to play a week? Stuff like that. You know what I mean? Even though that knock on wood, we're hoping that wishing OBJ nothing but the best. You know what I mean? Because I feel like this is going to be a special year for OBJ. I feel like OBJ can most definitely open up some potential things for other wide receivers like Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers has shown that he's a shifty wide receiver. You're not going to really be able to get hands on him too much. You know what I mean? The best way – I feel like Zay Flowers is going to draw a lot of holding and P.I. uh calls this year because people – is not really going to be able to match his speed. Now, I understand, like, Tyreek Hill is, is the fastest wide receiver in the in the game right now. But I feel like Zay Flowers can match, almost match that speed or be just as shifty as uh, uh, um, Tyreek Hill. Now, I'm not saying that we expect him to put up Tyreek Hill numbers. It's not what I'm expecting because I still believe that Rashard Bateman is going to lead us in the receiving yards and catches this year you know, as far as the wide receivers. Now, I think Mark Andrews is going to lead everybody in the receptions as far as, you know, coming on to the Ravens. But I feel like that for the wide receivers, I feel like this is the year that Rashad Bateman is going to start answering a lot of questions and he's going to put himself out there. You know what I mean? So this wide receiver call, we, 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 didn't, we, didn't, we didn't talk about it. We didn't fantasize about it. <laughs> now we just cannot wait to see it next week, man, because I, I feel like next week it, it's going to be – uh, a, a pop quiz. I'm not going to say it's going to be something that everybody got to sit down and watch out for, but it's the Houston Texans. That I'm pretty sure that everybody in the world is rooting for the Ravens to win, and this wide receiver core should at least take some type of advantage over Houston Texas. So can't wait to see how things is going to progress. You know what I mean? And like I said, we already talked about the tight ends. The tight ends got is led, you know, led by Mark Andrews. But we also got Isaiah Likely, who showed some promise last year, and we got Charlie, Charlie Kalore. You know what I mean? I feel like those two is gonna is gonna have a pivotal role uh when it comes to tight ends this year. You know what I mean? I feel like, yes, Mark Andrews is gonna get a lot of attention. Yes, Mark Andrews is uh Lamar Jackson's safety blanket, favorite guy, favorite target, and all that. But I feel like Isaiah Likely has shown some, number one, you can't take him down off of off the first tackle. Well, number two, he got some burst of speed that you didn't really expect him to have. You know what I mean? Um, Charlie Collor is, is showing that if we put three tight ends out here, which tight end are you, as you really going to have to really stop and try to play? Now, we already know all the odds will go to Mark Andrews. But when it comes to one-on-one things, Charlie Collor showed us a lot uh, during the preseason and during camp. So I really can't wait to see how what he brings to the table when it comes to this long journey of this, this season, man. You feel me? So um, them tight, that tight end spot, that tight end room, it, it, it's, it's, it's nice. You know what I mean? It ain't the, the big sexiest names other than Mark Andrews, but I guarantee you Isaiah Likely and Khalil is going to have a big major role inside this offense, and a lot of teams will sleep on them and forget about them. You feel me? Before I wrap this offensive side up, man, we can't we got to show love to the big boys because without the big boys, the big guys up front, man, Lamar is going to be running around like a chicken with his head cut off, man. And I and I can't really wait to see how this offensive line uh stands up this year, man. As we already know, we got Tyler Lindenbaum, we got Patrick Picard. we got Ben Cleveland, we got uh Kevin Zeetler. We got, oh, man, I'm sorry, I I cannot pronounce his name right. Molasses Lua Lua. I'm sorry if I can't get his name right. John Simpson, Daniel Falalele, Morgan uh, Moses, and Ronnie Stanley. And we most definitely got our fingers crossed and hoping that Ronnie Stanley can at least play majority of the year. Because, man, he's, in my opinion, I feel like he's one of the best um, offensive attack was in the game. You know, when healthy, Shorty is a monster. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this offensive line now is no longer power blocking. You know what I mean? It's going to be zone blocking this year. So it's pretty much, if you don't understand what zone blocking is, it's pretty much whatever zone that this offensive line is will be hitting to. You. Whatever guy that you get your hands on first, you got to make sure you clear that zone so the running backs can have open holes. You know what I mean? It's no longer going – Helmet on helmet, you get this guy, you get this guy. It's not how this offensive, um, this offensive flow, this offensive line is going to be blocking this year. You know what I mean? So I really think that th- this zone uh, zone blocking is going to come and help Lamar, and I think it's going to give Lamar some time this year. It's no longer going to have Lamar sitting here dancing, and hopefully that this offensive line can at least give Lamar some time back there to actually go through his progressions. Because if he can do that, man, I'm projecting already right now that Lamar will throw 5,000, I mean 5,000, 3,000 yards this year. I'm I'm projecting that. Lamar will get over 3,000 passing yards this year. His rushing yards will take a dip because I don't think that this is the year that him and his legs will have to actually do the job for real. I think that this is the year that... If Lamar can go through his progressions I mean, and can read the safeties right and make sure that the, these blitzes don't get home and that's what that offensive line is going to have to protect, how do you stop the Ravens? <laughs> you know what I mean? Point blank. How do you stop them? Because if you, we already seen games. If you give Lamar some time back there going through his progression and then nobody's coming up near man, big things happen. Good things happen. Big plays happen. So, you know what I mean? So, that's, that's what we are looking for. We're going to be looking for some big plays, some big things that happen this year coming out of this offense. Because this offense is going to have a lot of questions to answer now. Now that I'm pretty sure that it's not looking like it's going to be a run first type offense. You know what I mean? So, hopefully, the Hawk can most definitely have a balanced offense this year. You know what I mean? Balance. I, I'm not saying it had to be 50-50, but I'm at least I'm I'm looking to be if it's going to be uh uh 55, 45, 60, 40, somewhere in that type of range. Don't just overexceed the passing and forget about running and don't forget and don't uh overexceed the running and forget about the passing. You know what I mean? We got to keep it balanced. I think I think this is going to be the year that's just going to be a balanced year. It's going to be a different year, a different setting, a different setting for us Ravens Flockers. Now, Flockers, I just want y'all to go ahead <laughs> and get this out your head, yo. Every game ain't going to be perfect, yo. You got to stay here and remember that this is a new offense. This is a new terminology coming in. Things ain't going to look pretty in the beginning. You know what I mean? So you just got to be patient. Hopefully that the Ravens can figure out and hopefully that, you know, one thing that I, I I would like to see the Ravens make this year is end game adjustments. You know what I mean? As the game flowing, hopefully Todd Monken and our uh, defensive coordinator can actually make end game adjustments and can slow things down instead of trying to make in uh, next week adjustments. So that's one thing I'm most definitely gonna be looking forward to in this year, man. Before I switch over to the defensive side, man, let's get some of these comments out here. You feel me? Ah, yes. He Shadour Sanders did ball it out yesterday, uh, Pernell. Man, it, like I said, he really showing himself that it's a possible it's a possibility that he can be on this Heisman watch. You feel me? So. Like I said people yo pay attention to Buffalo man pay attention. <laughs> what it is my guy Patrick man let's go yes yo long live the grid yes sir this is the this is the great network if y'all have not checked out the grid network yet please I'm trying to tell y'all go check out our network we got dope shows you know what I mean I'm going to get to that towards the end of the sh- uh end of my show you know what I mean Caleb Williams baby Mahomes Uh, i like to see some more out of that, you feel me, before we actually, you know, go deep and go further into this saying, man. I got to see a little bit more, you know what I mean? I I hate to give people, you know, early projection titles already, you know what I mean? Then he wind up trying to – his head is up there, but his game is not. So I got to see a little bit more from my guy, you feel me, to to actually give him baby Mahomes. (sighs) All right. A.K.A. the wrench, the disruptor, as he liked to call himself, man. Don't watch my trope. I didn't even watch the game. I'm going to tell you, keep it a buck with you. <laughs> I didn't watch the game. I seen the highlights, man. So if that makes you feel any better, I, I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I just seen the highlights and what he was able to do. Sheesh. Boy, I tell you, yo, my man Barry, always trying to get people to hard time, man. <laughs> All right, man, let's start off on this. Defensive side of the ball, man, because this defensive side of the ball is also stout with some big names also. We're going to start off with the defensive lineman. The defensive lineman, as we already know, we got the new addition of uh, Jadavion Clowney. We got Michael Pierce. We got Justin BK, Brogdon Washington, and Travis Jones. Now, the person I'm really looking forward to is Clowney. We already know that we are looking to see if Clowney can be that guy. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not looking for Clowney to lead the lead in, in, in sacks. I'm not looking for Clowney to actually try too hard to put his name back out there. I am looking for Clowney to control the edge. He's a good run stopper, you know what I mean, and occasionally put pressure on the quarterback. If he can occasionally put pressure on a quarterback to make quarterbacks even get rid of the ball early, throw interceptions, cause the fumbles, Something in that nature, screaming. That's where I'm looking for Jadavion Clowney. I'm not looking for him to go out here and be a TJ Watt Miles girl or anybody in that in, in, in those games. You know, what I mean it will be dope. Don't get me wrong, it will be dope, but at the same time, play within the system, play within the game, play within the game plan. You feel me? We don't need you to go out here and try to do so much. Another guy that I'm actually looking forward to is, is is broderick washington just signed the three-year deal and i also talked about that a couple episodes ago now that you got this new deal you got to show that you are a you uh that this money is well worth spent you know i mean you can't just be a guy that like uh maybe next year no you gotta outdo michael pierce man don't get me wrong michael pierce had got hit with the injury bug last year and i'm expecting him to actually ball out this year but for for Broderick Washington, man, I'm expecting you to club. I'm not saying you gotta be the best defense attack on the game, but I'm gonna need you to most definitely be the best run stop in the game, or at least one of the best run stoppers in the game. Because that was one of the things that I was saying that the Ravens was having trouble is is, is letting running backs getting five plus more yards a pop. It's not gonna be able to work, man. It's it, that defense gonna have to be able to hold on, stop things slow. Once they get crossed that 50, you gotta put that seatbelt on. You gotta latch them up. And if you're not gonna be able to latch these guys up, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be some games that defense possibly give up. You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna fully say that right now because like I said, the defense was still good last year, you know what I mean, with with a lot of holes and defects um on the back end. And before I get there, man, we, before I get to that back end, let's talk about our linebackers. And I think these linebackers is going to be dope this year, especially coming from Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, man. I think that these two is going to be the two top linebackers that the NFL is going to talk about this year. You know what I mean? So we got Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen. We got Trenton Simpson. We got Malik Harrison. We got Deshaun Phillips, Malik Ham. Uh, David Ajobo, Trav, uh Tavares Robinson, and Odofe Owe. And now, it's a lot of those names that I'm looking to have. <laughs> big games, big, big games, big season this year. You know what I mean? I'm expecting, uh, I already said that Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith, I feel like it's going to be the best duo line interior linebackers this season. Patrick Queen is fighting for a contract. Roquan just got a new contract. So you know what I mean? When you got when you got two monsters that's already hungry and one is is already is is, is not hungry. I mean, it's it's really hungry and is fighting for his is fighting for his career. They're gonna make these two dangerous. So we already seen a little bit of last year how um Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen played good off each other, fed off each other. You know what I mean? So I'm most definitely looking to see that come about this this year. Um, I'm looking to see. Uh, David Ojobo having a full year now. Remember last year he was only able to play maybe about four to six games last year. So now he's coming back off that Achilles injury after he uh, blew his Achilles out last year in his pro day at Mexican. Now that we got a full year, I'm looking to see what this guy is looking to bring, man, because – that's one of our weaknesses. Is is the edge rusher. That's why I say I'm looking for Jadavion Clowney. I'm looking for David Jobu. I'm looking for Dole. All to have some type of year this year. You know what I mean? Especially Owe. Owe, you got you got a ball out, my God, man. You wearing that 99 jersey like you Michael Macquarie or something. You gotta you got to show something. You know, the last person that wore 99 was Matt Judon. And Matt Judon was a was 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 a decent. Uh outside red edge rusher for us, you know. I mean, I would still wish that he was still here, man. Because once he went to uh Boston, he I mean uh uh New England, he wound up becoming a, a, a double-digit sack uh getter. So I am I'm, I'm really hoping that now I'm not saying that you gotta be a double-digit sack getter, my guy, but you got you to gotta put some type of pressure on the quarterback this year. I'm most definitely looking your way because I think that if you don't really make no type of progression this year, I think going into next year, man, you will be fighting for your job. So if you don't want to be fighting for your job, well, I'm pretty sure you, you fight for your job every day, but to actually you got to keep consistently, have a eyes over eyes behind your back, man, you don't want to do that. You know what I mean I'm I'm hoping that you can at least get five to six sacks this year. I'm, I'm I'm really hoping. You know what I mean. All right, let's get to this the the real weakness of our defense, man. I'm hoping and I cannot wait for my guy to get back. But these DBs, baby, as I didn't already told y'all, happy birthday to Jalen Amore Davis. Uh, we got him. We got Kyle Hamilton. We got Brandon Stevenson. Pepe Williams. We got York Shin, Geno Stone. We got uh, Ronald Darby. We got uh, Darius Washington, Marcus Williams, Arthur Millette, and I got all Pro Marlowe, Marlon Humphrey. And I and, and it, I, I really do believe that this this group right here is really going to determine determine how our season on the defensive end goes. Because we 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 are hurting on that cornerback spot. We need every cornerback to actually step up this year, man. You're going to have to ball out. You're going to have to make sure that you don't get beat deep. Don't give up big plays. The list goes on. Because I'm pretty sure that every team in the NFL that we be playing against this year will be targeting these DBs. Will be. I'm pretty sure other than Marlon Humphrey, man, there's no other proven DB back there. You know, Marcus Williams, yes, because he down there led the uh safeties and 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 in, uh interceptions last year. But Kyle Hamilton got something to prove. He got some big shoes to fill in that now that Chuck Clark is not here. Um uh uh now Marlon Humphrey went down, rock your shin. You're gonna have to play your side of the ball till Marlon gets back. And then the rest of these guys is like hopefully ronald darby can really play out man hopefully he can he recover from this acl injury also that he suffered from last year and i hope he ball out because he's already saying that if the ravens win that he's trying to figure out where he's going to put his super bowl tattoo at so i'm liking the confidence i'm loving what he's bringing to the table man but these dbs is most definitely our weak (laughs) link it is our weak link and i feel like that Teams are really going to pick on us this year. You know, I mean, hopefully things can things will change. Hopefully, um, um Mike McDaniel can come up with, with uh something different and something and, and, a, and a great scheme. I believe that he will come up with a great scheme. He has some great schemes coming in the preseason this year. Um, offense, I mean the defense didn't really give up that many touchdowns, but the games that they did give up a lot of touchdowns, man. It, it didn't really look too good. so And I and I like to go ahead and just go ahead and blame the DBs. You know what I mean? The DBs really going to have to step up this year, man. All right. Before we wrap this whole 53-man roster up, let's talk about the special team. Even though there's only three people there, but the special teams are still special because we got this most special kicker in the in the uh, world right now. And Justin Tucker. And then we're coming in with Jordan Sprout, uh, Strout as our punter. And our new long snapper this year is Tyler Oates. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm really hoping that he can he can really fill in for my old guy that injured himself. Uh what's his name? Morgan Morgan Cox, I believe is his name. Um he uh heard himself doing uh training camp. So I'm really hoping that he can fill in, don't mess up our I'll, I'll kick a streak, I'll i our kick a move settlements, and all that good stuff, man, because I feel like Justin Tucker is going to play another pivotal year. Justin Tucker got the best leg in the game. It's the most accurate kicker in the game, and I feel like Justin Tucker will get, uh, will have, will be needed towards the end of the season. And we'll, well, not towards the end of the season, but during the season, especially certain games. I can see Justin Tucker being that guy to win it all for us. So, you know what I mean? It, it, it's most definitely going to be – um, an uh, interesting season, you know what I mean? So before I let y'all go, let's talk about the practice squad real quick. The practice squad, um, is coming out to have Anthony Brown, Melvin Gordon, Owen Wright, uh, Ben Mason, Laquan Fredwell, Sean Wright, uh, Travis, Bo, Boatlet, I'm sorry. I, I said I was going to get his name. if He would make the team, but I will get his name. Sam, uh, Mustapha, I'ma gotta get his name together right. Uh, to Sean Manning, to King Dawes, Rashad Nichols, Bravion Roy, Jermaine Moon, Josh Ross, Daryl Worley, and Jermaine Lucian, all made the practice squad, man. And you you know the big name that actually made the practice squad, man, was Melvin Gordon. I actually thought Melvin Gordon was going to make the team. You feel me? But Melvin Gordon uh made the practice squad. The Ravens felt like that they need that. Uh, uh vet running back to be ready and, and, and to ready to go just in case that Gus Edwards or JK diamond's won't be available at times. You know what I mean? And it's, it's kind of crazy that a lot of teams did reach out to Melvin Gordon to see like what they was going to do. And Melvin Gordon simply said that the Vikings, Dolphins, coach all made calls about Melvin Gordon, but he choose to stay with the Ravens and join the practice squad because he loved being a flocker. He loved being part of the flock, you feel me? So that's 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 chance. that's saying something that it, if if things don't go right, if JK can't stay uh healthy, if Gus can't stay healthy, or if Keaton Mitchell can't make his way back on the field, we already know that we got Melvin Gordon who, who gonna have fresh legs and ready to go. He he showed some uh some progress this. This uh, preseason. He's showing that he's able to keep the ball high and tight. He's showing that hopefully that fumbling is in the past for him. Now, I understand he might fumble twice this year if he get the opportunity. But, you know what I mean? It's uh most definitely dope to see that Melvin Gordon will be staying here in the uh, Ravens organization and he will be ready to go. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. The time is now. Where do I rank the Baltimore Ravens this year? What would their record be? And I'm going to go ahead and say that the Ravens will finish this season and they will have a great season at 12 and 5 this year. I really do think that the Ravens will be 12 and 5 this year. Now, some of those five games. It's gonna be questionable. I really can't determine who I actually think will the Ravens lose to, you know what I mean? But I really think, just to keep it real, man, I think the Ravens will be 12 and five. I think the Ravens will win our division. And I think that we will go deep into the playoffs because I feel like a lot of teams won't know how to adjust, how to play us. They still won't think that we are a uh, run first team. I still think that they still won't think that we still got Greg Roman as our offensive coordinator. We're going to just surprise a lot of teams this year. You know what I mean? And we're going to surprise a lot of guests. I feel like that the Ravens will lose two games in our division. We will lose one game in Cincinnati, I believe, depending on if Joe Burrow is healthy and will be playing. And I feel like we might slip up to one in Cleveland because I feel like Cleveland is a sleeper. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like Cleveland will be in the basement part of the in our division, but I still feel like that we might slip up to one. So, Bryson, if you are watching, I got us beating the Steelers twice this year. Lil' Kenny, if you're watching, Funk, Trees, if you're watching, all you Steelers fans, if you're watching, I got us sweeping y'all this year. Won't be splitting it. <laughs> Mike Tomlin, uh, will had to eat his words. All that the flock will get y'all twice this year here at the bank and up in Pittsburgh this year. So sit back. I can't wait, man. Next Sunday starts it off, man. And it's going to be a dope season for the Ravens. I really see some good things coming out for us. And 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 I just can't wait to and uh to see the season um, unfold for real. So you know what I mean. As I'm sitting here letting y'all go, man, I appreciate y'all for joining in, man. Um, like I said, uh, if you're not following my Instagram, please go ahead and follow my Instagram at the bank underscore podcast because I guarantee it's going to be some dope things that's happening on that Instagram. Like next Sunday, like I said, I will be at the bank, m Bank Stadium, uh, partying with all the tailgaters. That Sunday morning, you feel me. So tune into my Instagram uh, exclusive. It's gonna be Instagram exclusive only. You know what I mean. I would love to have it on here, but you know the way this technology things is setting up, that we ain't able to do that yet. You feel me? So. Make sure y'all follow my Instagram page for that Instagram exclusives. I'm down there with the tailgaters into uh interacting with some of the fans, getting their predictions you can feeling like you know what I mean what they think this season is gonna outcome. So please make sure y'all follow my Instagram at the bank underscore podcast. Make sure y'all follow all my social media platforms when it comes to at the bank. You know what I mean? TikTok at the bank underscore podcast and Twitter as known as X. You feel me? It's uh, at the bank underscore pod. So make sure y'all go follow all of those uh, social media platforms. Make sure y'all follow the grid network on all those other platforms, too, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, um, Twitter, all that make sure y'all follow the grid network i guarantee you yo, if you're tired of the same old sports stuff and you want to be different you want to hear different takes you want to hear different voices see different faces make sure y'all follow the grid guarantee you there to be different into the grid you feel me i we got great shows you know what i mean not just at the bank not just my own mtmo we got carving it up with Bryson. We got all even podcasts. We got commanders on demand for the NBA. We got the form and for all our MMA lovers. We got outside the cage, yo, which is a dope MMA uh, podcast. So check out all of those shows that's under the grid network. I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. You feel me? And also if you're not following, um, MTMO underscore uh MTMO sports podcast, which is my other podcast, my general sports podcast. MTMO prediction season is about is going to live full in effect. You got until Tuesday, Tuesday, to say that you want to join into this prediction season, and the winner will get a uh MTMO sports podcast hat and t-shirt. You know what I mean? That's what the winner gets this year. You feel me? So if you down a clown, make sure y'all go follow NTMO underscore sports podcast. Make sure y'all hit me in the DM. Say you down. I will send you the link. And bada boom. You in there, dog. You feel me? Like I said, it's going to be a real dope season. Real dope everything. So if you're not already following the movement, yo, follow the movement. Because it's nothing but big trust. Because why would you trust anything else? yo i catch y'all when i catch y'all yo remember follow my instagram something special is coming i'm out